2: Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker, and I'm here with my co-host, Patricia Kirkman, PK. How are you tonight? Absolutely fabulous. We've had a gorgeous day here today
3: in the 80s. Just beautiful. beautiful in Tucson, huh? Oh, God, it's so nice. They're threatening us with the heat going up next week, but I'll take what we've got
2: right now. (laughs) It is <laughs> oh, that is terrific. Oh, my goodness. Now, last week, we had quite a show. We were oh, just rocking and rolling, weren't we?
3: That is, that. I, I still can't get over all the things that took place
2: at that house. I um, know, you got I, to and be there on Andrea, Monday. We what had, else?
3: But when you were yes, there. Well,
2: I was there on Monday, but let's go back mm-hmm. to Andrea Perrin, because she was our guest last week, and she was. An original member, family member of that house. What a great guest she was.
3: She is quite a unique individual. And the fact that uh, taking a look at her chart, she's extremely intelligent, very creative, and very, very flexible And looking at how she puts things together. And, of course, she was nonstop with information and how she put everything together for everybody. But she is... I always say that A up front in a name gives a person that extra gusto. Well, I'll tell you what, you could multiply it by 10 for her because she is one dynamite lady. What she felt and picked up at that house, and the, I think the house had a love affair with her, period, the way things yes. have gone on over the years. Uh, it, it, it was very interesting to see how she handled what took place, There were the five daughters and the mother and father, and yet she was the one that seemed to be picked out of all the family members to really feel most of it, except for the mother. She would get information coming to her and would be able to see things. But I think one of the things that I thought were very unique with the show was the fact that they were able to see, the mother's able to see the family of the past that had lived in that house they were having dinner at their table as they look into that past issue and looking at each other. Impossible to think that that could be taking place. while they're Yeah, there were a lot of
2: time slips in the house, and that oh, was one of the things yes. that we talked about on Monday with the mm-hmm. new family that's there now. So, yes, they're still experiencing time slips, especially not in the dining room but in an upstairs, upstairs bedroom. They said right. they would go into that room and just feel totally disoriented, and time was very different in that room. Mm-hmm. So, yes, but you're right about Andrea. She is a force of nature, there is no question. And what a delightful, informative guest. She was terrific. Oh,
3: she was fabulous, just nonstop with the information and that. you, it, She made you feel like you were a part of it because she was so direct, so on target. It wasn't like you were just. Remotely being a part of it You felt like you could be a part of it But it was just When she had the house Was sold She's the one that wanted to stay With the house And one sister did stay And they've had quite a unique experience And quite a Fabulous relationship That has taken place because of that house
2: Yes And, and she still going book, to visit
3: Yeah I was going to say and her books have let us know the other side of things that you can't believe when you're thinking about them, this can't be possible. But when you get into her books and then you go and listen to her online, it is just phenomenal. Uh, they is. were. And she was talking about things that took place in the house. Like uh, her mother, there was an extension that three women have lived in the house and had hung themselves in that house. Uh, and there's different aspects of history that each one would be given information about and they just loved that house. They didn't want to. The, uh, Andrea did not want to leave it. No, you know, she did, did what, not. She yeah, was quite upset. The parents were selling it. Old, right. Yeah. I, mean, I, I thought it was unique when they were talking about things that had happened in the house, the fact that there had been seven soldiers that had been buried in the walls of the house, and the different portions of the house built at different times. So it. It's just phenomenal what they've been able to put together. It's a nine-house. The address becomes a nine, which is all, the total of it is all about everything else and everyone else. It's for a large-based, worldly situation. There is not just a, a little bit going on. It didn't matter which way you looked. There was something going on.
2: Well, it's one of very, the things we good. talked about on Monday because, as you know, the producers brought me in to the live stream, which is right. still going on. If anybody is interested, it's a really fascinating right. concept. They are mm-hmm. uh, they they are watching all the cameras that have been placed in the house in every single room of the house. You can watch paranormal activity just right from your living room, and mm-hmm. you can also yeah. participate. You can there's chat rooms to go into. You can listen to interviews like mine on Monday when I spoke with Jennifer and Corey, the new owners of the house, and Mm -hmm. also the producer. We had a wonderful discussion. And I'm sure you remember Andrea saying that the house was very hard on her father. Her father had a difficult time. Well, guess what? Same thing with Corey. So the the male energy is not well received Mm -hmm. in that house. And one of the things that we discussed with Corey is, "Hey Corey, I think you need to embrace your feminine side. Otherwise, you're going to have a really tough time in this house." He said, "I already do." Well, you know, so yeah, so he 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 kind of got all of the information. And we also talked about some things that you and Corby Mitleid and I discussed last week, which was the 1638 earthquake and how oh. we all felt that that had an impact on opening up the highway the spirit highway, that it runs right through that house. And I know other people were thinking it had to do with uh, other deaths that took place or bodies in a well, but that's not the way I saw it. I, and I, no, it's I didn't
1: about that way. I didn't see it up. that way
2: at all. It's just a, you know, it's it what I a see unique... it as an elemental energy. It's a power energy. And it doesn't well, have to be negative. It doesn't have to be positive. It can be uh, neutral. It's how you place your energy. So... As we saw with Andrea, Andrea was not affected negatively by the house at all. However, her mother Never. was at times, and the other sisters were, and certainly her mm-hmm. father took the brunt of it because he was not equipped to to work with that energy. But Help. as we were Endless. talking, I want to share this with everybody, and I was identifying this as elemental it's an elemental force it's an elemental energy all of a sudden, there was a massive thunderstorm that kicked up. Oh no! Talking and now that was great because to me that was you know basically validation saying yes. What is elemental Mm -hmm. energy but forces of nature like water and thunder and lightning and fire all of those things. So it it was a a really great uh, interview and at the very end of it, in comes Andrea. So I got to see her and we said hello again, and she's very excited to come back to the show and talk about UFOs because they also have UFOs over that house. So you know, that three, will be our next
3: discussion with her. When we were talking about the house. Seven people, and seven, of course, is a t- teaching and learning that have lived in this house. But one of the things that they came up you could leave the farm, but the farm could never leave them. And right. everyone in that family has
2: been attached to that
3: long after they've left.
2: Yes. That was so interesting in itself it is it's still it's a fascinating thing so if anybody's interested and in, the tickets are very reasonable i think they're like nineteen or twenty dollars and you can watch it whenever you want it's on twenty four seven and if you go to our facebook page you will see the link there and it is the dark tv dot oh, the dark zone dot tv excuse me the dark zone dot tv you can go to that website and tickets are still available and you can participate. You can be part of the ghost hunting, part of all the events that they have planned. They're wrapping up on Saturday, so you still have a few days to get involved. And I highly recommend it. It's, it is the first of its kind, and it's totally groundbreaking. So join in. It was a lot of fun, and I'm very grateful, again, to Renee Barnett <laughs> because she invited me on the show. And i was thrilled to be a part of all of what took place and all of what is still going on. In the Conjuring House, so don't miss it, everybody. But tonight. I was going to ask have... a question.
3: Was there anything about the water under the house that you all found out when you were there at the house?
2: You know, the, the thing that, that everybody, I think, feels about this water is it's a conductor, and it's mm-hmm. a big time conductor because the water is so pure. So it is just a one big super highway for anything that wants to come through. And again, I think it, it's so much to do with the attention anybody places on things that are going on in the house. If there's fear, they're gonna get more of that. If there's love, they're gonna get more of that. So we discussed that at length, that there's a lot more that can be happening with that bigger energy. And in order to tune into it, make sure that I told them that your your intent is is what you want it to be because you're going to get it back in spades. So make sure that you're you're grounded and you're just paying attention to what you are wanting to focus on. And it's a lovely couple. They're very laid back. You know they don't scare easily, but there are some things that they're concerned about because they know with Andrea and her family members, things could be fine and then all of a sudden it could turn on a dime. So they're a bit wary, but not afraid which is good. But, yeah, that water is makes- a very powerful conductor.
4: Mm.
2: Very powerful. So Amazing. Well, well, tonight, as you know, we have a tremendous guest. We've been so excited talking about her all week. We have Massachusetts medium June Edward, and she is not only a medium, but she's a relationship expert. She is going to be talking about how we can heal our relationships, from the spirit side. Now, June can teach people all of what she knows, and people can heal their relationships, even things that they think are totally, irretrievably broken. So this is a wonderful and hopeful show that's coming up with June. And June is also the author of two books, Dancing with the Universe and A Night on the Other Side. But overall, she is internationally known as a relationship coach, and a medium who is saving relationships one person at a time. So we're going to bring June on in a moment, and if you have questions, call in at 563-999-3539. June, welcome to the show. Hi there. How are you? Great. I'm we're very so happy, happy to have, to have you, you with, with us. For sure. Well, I'm happy to be here. So... Tell us about you. It sounds like you've had a lifetime of psychic adventures and mediumship. So how did it all get started? (laughs) Um,
5: Well, you know, I was born this way. Um, And when you're a small child and you wake up in the middle of the night and hear people calling your name or you see people around your bed, it is a very scary thing. And... um, you know, when you get a little bit older and you start telling your school-age friends what's going to happen before it happens, you kind of get labeled as the freak. I blocked this for many, many years. And even blocking it um, anytime anybody that I knew had passed, they would immediately come to me as soon as they passed. And I would get up in the morning and I would tell my family members, such and such a person died. And they're like, what are you talking about? How the hell do you know? No, they didn't. And sure enough, they'd get the phone call. Um, so it's a scary thing and you know i was always drawn to going to haunted vacation places you name it i've been there the wally house the queen you know the um the queen mary i've been there a few times i've slept on it um, and this is what i would do because i was so drawn to it but i was scared to death of it at the same time and probably about Five or six years ago now, um, I was having some difficulties in my own business life and personal life, and I went to have some Reiki done, and the woman that was doing Reiki on me recommended that I meditate. Well, as soon as I meditated, the entire thing opened back up again. Went to bed that night, 100 people around my bed that I don't know, asking for help, and I was freaked out. So I got on the phone, and I started calling every medium I could find, asking for help. And the old saying is, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And thank God I found a wonderful teacher that, you know, I spent a year and a half learning how to control my abilities, how to turn it on and off like a light switch, Um, being able to uh, actually understand who I'm speaking to on the other side and the sign language and symbolism they're giving me so I can understand the message. Um, I should probably interject that I passed away when I was 27 years old. And uh, I had known for what years happened? that if I'd gone and... Well, I had to have surgery done, and um, I had injured my back. And I put it off for five years because I just knew if I went in, I was going to die. And sure enough, the night before the surgery, I had a test done. I was allergic to the dye, and I I died.
0: Um,
5: and... <gasps> I don't know how long I was gone for, but I do remember the entire episode. I remember, you know, the crash cart coming in and they're injecting me and, you know, they're doing the paddles and the whole 99 yards. But I was on the other side for a little bit and I did see my entire life pass before me. And I was told that it wasn't really my time, but if I wanted to stay, I could. And the only reason that I came back at that point in time was for my children
0: and I laugh about it
5: now because okay. I'm like, you, you knew I was going to come back.
0: <laughs> you had
5: bigger plans for me. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, my so, goodness.
5: So, But I do have the ability at, at will to go back and forth to the fifth dimension, which is the lowest realm of heaven. So I think most mediums only make it as far as the fourth dimension, which is that dream state. You know, we're in 3D, the lowest realm of heaven is 5D, and 4D is that little sandwich in between when you're sleeping at night. And that's where mediums connect because we raise our vibration, and the souls on the other side are lowering theirs. But I do have the ability to go to the lowest realm, to the fifth realm, whenever I whenever I choose, which is an amazing gift that they've given me. Um, so they've given me a lot of information from the other side. It's just amazing the stuff that they've they've told me. Um,
2: that's so, wonderful. You know, pro- so.
5: So and you said that there's I mean,
2: no one you can't reach. If somebody comes to see you and says, I want to speak to uh, mother or sister or whatever, you're yep. able to actually yep. get them. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's I unusual because we've had, we've had mediums on the show, right, PK, that, that say, no, we just have to talk to whoever shows up, right? We've had that before. That's okay? right. Yeah I, don't work that,
5: yeah. yeah, I don't work that way. Not at all. No, yeah, I, don't I don't even really... have them tell me who it is. You tell me you want to talk to your mother. I just have you, you call her name, first, middle, and last, in your head three times, and she shows up. That's
2: it. <laughs> we like that better, don't we, PK? Oh gosh, well, yeah. It's a lot of work if
5: I'm playing charades as to who the hell shows up. <laughs> you know, oh. that's a lot
2: of work. Well, we, used, that's to, a lot we of work. used to joke about it and say that's the lazy, the lazy medium way. We'll just deal with whoever shows up. And no offense to anybody who does it that way. That might be their style, but. I think most people would prefer what you do because they're coming to talk to a specific person. Right. Well, and the problem with that is I've had people,
5: and I've learned through experience, I've had people that come for a card reading, and, you know, at the end of the card reading, they're like, well, I'm like, did you want to talk to anybody? And they're like, oh, whoever comes through. Well, then I spend the next 15 minutes describing the person. And it takes them 15 minutes to finally realize who it is that they're talking to. And it may not even be someone that's related to them. I had one woman, I'm describing this person, and I'm like, well, you know, she's showing me herself in this long, you know, this long dress, looks like a prom dress, she's got her hair up in a bun. She's like, nope. I'm like, well, she's showing me herself over a rose bush. She's cutting rose bushes. Nope, don't know. Or I I think she might be somehow a, a friend of your mom's because She's showing me, you know, your mom, maybe a next-door neighbor. It looks like she lived in the next house. No, my mom didn't have any friends. And all of <laughs> a sudden, it clicked. All of a sudden, it clicked, okay? <laughs> this was her mother's next-door neighbor that she, this woman brings a dozen roses to the daughter every year, okay? <laughs> oh, goodness. But, but here we are playing this charade game. It's like, you know, it's too much work to do it that way.
2: That's right. Good. Good for you. Well, that's terrific and I want everybody to know that you are still available for individual readings even though most of your work is with relationship healing that you still do mediumship work. So, people how can people contact you? June, what's the just best to the way? Web,
5: uh, just go to the website juneedward.com with no s and they can book okay. right online.
2: Excellent.
3: That's fabulous. So, uh, fabulous. I'd yeah, to reconnect now, with my past yeah. husband for sure. I'll have to give you a call. Yes. There you go. <clears throat> I'm sure he wants to talk so to you, So you went too.
2: from mediumship and, and doing readings like that into a whole other realm of relationship work. How did that transpire?
5: Well, one kind of morphed into the other because realistically, why is everyone contacting a psychic to have their cards read? of the people want to know about their relationship, don't they?
2: Yes. Because that's
5: where where we learn our biggest lessons in life. So that's where we have our biggest challenges. So it went from doing readings to advising them on how to handle their relationships, and I started doing a lot of one-on-one work. Um, And the one-on-one work was just, it was a lot of work because I'm emailing people back and forth, and I'm giving them instructions that way, and I'm constantly having them back and forth to my home. It just got crazy. And, you know, when you listen to your soul and you listen to the other side, they guide you. So the thing I had done was about five years ago, I started uh, a Facebook group for advice, just advice, general advice. And everyone was asking me about relationships. I'm like, I better change the name to relationships. So I changed it to relationship advice and i overnight had almost 6000 people on the site
2: oh, i've actually
1: my goodness. closed it
5: i have closed it because i can't keep up to the people i was get i'm getting i get 100 people a day that want to join the site and i can't keep up to it with my other program um, so the only people that can really get in now are friends of friends <laughs> i may <laughs> open it again after everybody's back to work and there's not so many people that have a lot of time on their hands but um, so from there i i just was kind of told in one of my meditations that I should I should make a series of videos about relationships. I'm like, okay. So, you know, I very detailed out everything that I was going to script and I did a series of 10 videos about relationships. Well, now I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with these. Am I supposed to sell them as a batch? What do I do, you know? I don't know. I wasn't right. able to do too much with them. And then Same thing happened. You know, I got guided towards someone else who guided me towards, you know, a a program to be able to put together um, an actual program to help the people, that I can help more and more people. So what I ended up doing was integrating those videos into a seven-week program um, with all the knowledge that I've had before and all the books that I've read and, you know, everything I've been doing for years. And lo and behold, I put together a seven-week program that um, – it's a relationship coaching program. And it has I, – I, I would love to call it 100% success, but it's only 100% success if people do the work. Out right. of 100 people that do the program, 5% of the people won't do the work. Once, you know, once their energy starts to shift because it's all about energy – they get back together with the person. They don't have, think they have to finish the program. And a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing. You know, they well, don't so have what the happens? Truth.
2: They just start to backslide to the same habits that cause the problem exactly. the first time? Yeah, within a month mm. or two, the shit
5: will hit the fan, and the whole thing blows apart bigger than it was before. Um, and at that point, you know what, you're on your own because they didn't want to follow my advice and the way the program is laid out. You know, it's that you can't jump around the program either. The the program was divinely channeled. It literally was. Um, and it was, you know, it was put together in a way that if you do it exactly the way it's laid out, it works 100% of the time. And, you know, 90, 80% of the people that do the program are back together with the person that they want to be with. Their relationship is amazing um and as long as they keep their energy balanced, they won't separate ten percent of the people that go through the program realize that that's not the person that they want to be with any longer and as long as you are making that decision from your soul not your head then that's the right decision Uh, but their life is still amazing because you know a side effect of all this or actually the side effect is getting back with the person what the main event that happens here is you balancing your energy You shift, you get into the law of attraction that kicks in, and then you balance that so that you stay in the law of attraction. And most people don't know that trick. You know, people get into the law of attraction and they bounce right back out because balancing your energy. Yes, and that's very
2: frustrating for a lot of people. because again, there's so energy is not easy. You know, no, and there's so much out there, June. I know you're well aware of it, and PK and I have seen it on the show uh, just hundreds of times where people come in and they say we've got the answer and so many people get frustrated because they try to follow the directions and it still doesn't work so it's right. very frustrating for people
5: and, and i have had people that have had to restart the program from week one and do it Two, and i've had a few people that have had to do it three times before they actually okay. shift because they aren't following the directions you know, they think it's a race. They think the faster they get through it, everything's going to be okay. And they don't oh. absorb what it is I'm trying to teach them. Or they jump around the modules. You know, they, it releases every seven days. They haven't finished the first week, and they're already on to the second week. And then the third week came out, and they'll go back and finish the first week. You can't do it that way. It, it, it wasn't the way, you know, literally the angels helped me write this. And they laid it out a certain way, so it works. And so it's, so progressive. That's
2: how it has, it's it is a progressive seven weeks. series. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you've got to yep. follow those directions, like you said. It's so funny yeah. you say that, because I know so many people do it hodgepodge, and then when it doesn't mm-hmm. work, they blame the uh, the person who who sold it to them. <laughs> it's
5: like,
3: wait a well, second, and, they and, didn't and, do it you know, they were
2: supposed they to. Shortcuts.
5: Well, I, I, yeah. I, have a, I have a Facebook group that's dedicated, that's private, that's dedicated to the group, to all the students. And that's my best backup because there are students in there that have made that mistake. And anybody that posts in there that this isn't working for me, they'll have 100 people slamming them with, you didn't do it right. You didn't do it in order, did you? Oh, good. <laughs> follow the directions. Right. You didn't follow all the directions, did you? being <laughs> different, not it? Yes. You
2: know? Now, I just wanted to announce we have, we have a lot of callers coming in, and I just wanted to make sure everybody knows that June is not doing live readings on the show. If you want a reading from June, a mediumship reading, you will need to reach her on her website, okay Juneedward.com. But if you have a relationship question, we'll bring you onto the show to ask June your relationship question. okay? And it looks like we do have a caller from Area code 850. We're going to bring you live on the air. Hi, who's
4: this? Hi, my name is Keisha.
2: Hi, do you have a relationship question for June?
5: Uh, Do you see me getting one soon? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, again, I'm not doing the psychic end of it today because I have to prepare myself and tap into that. But I can tell you that your energy is what attracts the relationship that you want okay, um, mm-hmm. you attract people that are on the same energetic frequency as you are. So the universe wants to give you what it is you want. So if you're asking the universe properly and you're grateful for the things that you have, the universe will bring you exactly what you want. That's right. how it works. So it's all about okay. the energy.
3: Okay. So keep
2: okay. listening, Lisa. I'm sure that you're going to get some more tips from June tonight. Okay.
5: Definitely. Definitely. Okay.
2: Thank you so Thanks much. for your call. Mhm. So June, let's go through some success stories because I know you work with hundreds and hundreds of people. Can you give us? some short stories here on how people turn things around and maybe cuz i know a lot of people once they get frustrated they may have been together a long time or a short time doesn't matter but once that frustration kicks in and everybody starts their case building against the other person it looks pretty broken so what happens when well, when they start using this program
5: you know i get people in every stages of a relationship i get people that have been um divorced already for six to a month to a year i have people that are in the stages of divorce i have people that have six months restraining orders on them i have people that are still living in the same house okay in separate rooms and fighting like cats and dogs okay and the universe puts you in the situation that you're in based on what you're able to handle okay so it is much more difficult for someone to do the program if they're still living in the same house with the person because it's more challenging. You have to have daily interactions with that people, with those, you know, with that other person. So I teach them how to have proper interactions with them, okay? So that they're not triggering the other person and they're not getting triggered by them while they're going through the program. And, you know, quite often the other person Um, what happens is this, when your energy starts to change, because you're connected uh, energetically with the other person, you can picture an extension cord between the two of you, okay? You're on Mm -hmm. the same energetic frequency. It's just like a radio station. You can't get the station in unless you're on the right frequency. Well, two people that have been together that long are the same thing. That's who you attract. And when your energy starts to change, the other person feels it. Even if you're not living together or you're six states apart, it makes no difference because it's energy. Okay? So when the other person feels it, they either get very interested and start contacting you like crazy because they want to know what they're feeling or they get angry because they don't know what they're feeling. Either way, they start contacting you like crazy. Um, so what I do is I also intervene in the middle of that and I have them send their text messages to me so I can help them respond and teach them how to communicate properly with the other person. Some people, it's been so long that they've been living so broken, they don't understand how to communicate. And the biggest thing is this, you know, your soul is pure energy. If you pour your your soul is poured into this body that I like to call a suit, okay, And everyone has a brain in their head, but their brain is nothing more than a massive computer. It processes all the information and the knowledge that they have, but their brain has a very specific job. Their brain's job is to protect them, and how does it do that? It does it by creating fear. So everybody's walking around making all their decisions from fear. Okay, they're afraid Mm -hmm. that the other person doesn't love them. They're afraid the other person's going to leave them. They're afraid they're cheating on them. They're afraid they're not being truthful. They're afraid they're not going to get the love that they want and they need. Okay. So what I teach them how to do, other than balancing their energy, is to get in touch with their soul. So that every decision that they make, they make from their soul. Your head will always help you follow through with that decision and will always be the right decision 100% of the time. But when you're making your decisions from your head in fear, it's a crapshoot. You never know if you're making the right decision. And then you're always questioning yourself. That's a hell of a way to live. Okay? Yeah.
1: And I know everybody,
5: yeah, I'm sure everybody can think of some decision that they've made that they just made that decision because it felt right in their gut. And they, you know, they didn't think about it a lot and they just did it and it worked out fine. And when you do that, that is making a decision from your soul. And people have to learn how to do that all the time. And it's hard for a lot of people because if they've been in a broken relationship for a long time, they don't know how to get in touch with their soul. Okay? Well, that's very true. I mean, a
2: lot of people have come from very dysfunctional families. There was no stability and no feeling of safety. So they tend to recreate the same thing over and over again.
5: (laughs) they do and and the other problem is this most people do not know how to put themselves first in this lifetime and it is not narcissistic and it is not selfish to put yourself first it's why you're here no one else can make you happy and no one else is responsible for how you feel but you so you know it's like when the when the uh the oxygen comes down in the airplane they tell you to put it on yourself first so that you can take care of someone else right
2: Yes. Very true. So,
5: yeah, and and you have to. The glass isn't half full or half empty. The glass is refillable. But if people give everything they have to someone else and they don't fill themselves back up, they have nothing to give. Okay? So the way it should work is you should be the happiest person on the face of the earth with the the highest self-esteem there is. And that's when you vibrate so high that the law of attraction kicks in. You become the magnet, and the person that you want to be with comes back to you and stays. Okay, And then you're happy, they're happy, and the happiness just ping-pongs back and forth between the two of you. That's how it's now supposed you, to be.
2: And You mentioned, though, when you start to, to shift your energy, and the other person mm-hmm. feels it, even if they're not living with you, that they may get yep. super interested or they can get super angry. And that's either when way, you also they help them you. respond. How do you respond? Yeah, either way. So how do you help people respond to an angry ex-spouse um, or whatever? Uh, well, I, I,
5: first of all, I don't want them reach out to the other person at all, okay? Um, secondly, if the person calls them, I tell them not to answer the phone call and to just text them back very nicely and say, I'm sorry, honey but I'm really busy right now. I can't talk. Uh, What do you need? Get them to text you. Send the text to me. I help them respond so they don't push them farther away energetically. And it's also Mm -hmm. teaching them how to communicate. That's wonderful. So it's doing a a lot of things um, as Mm -hmm. I'm teaching them. And And, you know, it's a process. You know, some people it can take Some people start getting back together and their lives are just amazing by the third or fourth week of the program. Other people, it can take four or five months. Other people, it can take a couple of years depending on the situation. It didn't get that way overnight, but no matter what the situation is, their life is absolutely amazing by the third, fourth, fifth week of the program. Your life will change completely and never be the same. It will be absolutely amazing if you follow the program. Because it has to be about you. It has to start from you first. If you don't change, nothing changes. Right. Good point. You know? And you can't make somebody else change. Well, people change because they have to or they want to. So when someone acts differently, right, the other person has no choice but to act differently. Because for every action, there's an equal or greater reaction, isn't there?
2: Yes. 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 But it brings and, to mind, you know, there's a lot of information right now on the Internet about narcissism. It's like the new buzzword. Mm-hmm. And having been a, a therapist for so many years in the past, I, I certainly understand the concept of narcissism and how damaging it is in a relationship when there is somebody well, who is a full-blown mm-hmm. narcissist. I, I, but,
5: well, and that's the thing. You have to ask who's diagnosing because you know, a lot of people put themselves first or they start putting themselves first and the other person's automatically labeling them a narcissist because they're not fulfilling the other person's needs. Mm-hmm. You know, narcissism is a diagnosis that is uncurable. So I don't think there's as many narcissists out there as people think. Um, however, they are out there. I was married to one, believe me. I know what, they do exist. Um, but they don't change. You, you cannot change the behavior of a narcissist. Will, and that's you know, very important information.
2: Mental, yeah, and yeah, I agree with you. Defect. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's zillions of them out there either. But I I do agree with you that they don't change. So that's an important thing to recognize.
5: Right, and that's one of the ways you can tell a narcissist because they don't change, and most of them are more so, sociopathic as well. Um, again, that's it's it's a it's a mental defect that you can't change. Um, And it's the same thing like drugs and alcohol. I won't work with people that are drug or alcohol users. If they are in recovery, absolutely I will work with them because they were sent to me. But usually their partner, uh, the person that they want to get back together with, is still using either drugs or alcohol. So those are the ones that take longer to get back together because the other person has to get to a certain point that they're willing to get the help because you can't help them until they're ready for it. But you're not, but if it's a codependent relationship, they're never going to get the help because you're enabling them. Very true. And they have taken you, yeah. And they've taken you down such a low path in your life that, you know, your life is probably almost as bad as theirs is, even if you're not using. And that's that's where the program can. Yeah. So the program turns their life around completely. So it's absolutely amazing and gives them the strength and the knowledge to be able to help the other person when they're ready. But they ha- the same thing, they have to follow the program.
2: Right, and that's great. That's great advice. And certainly whenever there is substance abuse, it, it adds a level of confusion that's very difficult to get around. So it makes sense that you have boundaries with those people, and if they're not in recovery, then you can't work with them effectively. It makes sense. Right.
5: I mean, I, I've had only one person that I'm aware of that got into the program that was an alcoholic and I was not aware. And, you know, I was tearing my, head out, my hair out of my head for the first couple of weeks because she just kept refusing to follow my advice and follow the program. And it got to the point that I told her that I could not work with her. She's on her own. And it's taken her, I would say, almost a year to finally hit rock bottom, get back into the program, apologize, turn her whole life around, finish the program and her life is now amazing. Absolutely amazing. Wow. And I'm very proud of wow. her very proud of her.
2: And and you know you did the right thing because sometimes you have to turn people away so that they can hit rock bottom and make those decisions to change their life. So good for you. Well, they have to
5: be able to focus and alcohol and drugs lower your vibration. I'm yes. doing a program that's raising your vibration and balancing you and that cannot be done if you're using alcohol or drugs. It just cannot be done. Yes, Those are depressants. They lower your vibration. Yeah,
4: yes, so no, that's
5: I don't I, I yeah, I recommend that while they're doing the program that they even avoid alcohol, you know, until they balance. Because if not, it's going to lower their vibration and they may not shift. Yes. Well, a lot that of work is out
3: there for nothing if they don't do it right.
5: Right. And then it's just going to take them longer. And then they get, then they get frustrated because it's taking them longer. And everybody else is shifting and they're bouncing off mm-hmm. the walls. They're so excited and they're like, how come I haven't shifted yet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> One big reason. Yes. Yes, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So we're, we're going to take a very short commercial break and come back and continue this very enlightening conversation with you, June. So everybody stay tuned. Uh, you are listening to Supernatural Girls Radio. We'll be right back.
0: Pure essential oil, specialized mineral, and a revolutionary anti-aging technology, Astridian combines the best of all scientifically proven ingredients in easy-to-use creams, lotions, and concentrated serums. Astridian's advanced line of products take your skin to a new level of being healthy and beautiful. We offer a variety of collections that address all your skin concerns. The Essential Anti-Aging Series treats and moisturizes your skin for a long-lasting, younger look. The Multivitamin Series promotes healthy skin with high-quality vitamins and minerals. The Sports Series restores skin from cellular damage and stress. Astridian also offers a revitalizing solution for hair and a professional series for doctors and medical spas. Visit astridian.love today and begin your new journey to healthy, beautiful, youthful skin. Astridian beyond your
4: expectations there are a lot of psychics out there how do you decide which one is right for you you look for someone who empowers you who's practical and spiritually connected who says here are your opportunities here are your challenges and here's a way to deal with them and then gives you your own toolbox to make your life everything you want it to be hi I'm Corby Mitleid and that's how I work with you As a certified professional tarot reader, I've helped thousands of people for over 40 years through my toolbox. Cards, past life retrieval, numerology, spirit guide conferences, and mediumship. Whether it's career, relationships, finances, or your spiritual road, together we can replace your confusion with clarity. And you'll probably find a little laughter along the way. Visit me at corbimitline.com to find out how to cross your bridge from fear to fearlessness and fly and tell me you found me at supernatural girls for a special gift with your reading corby mitlein the practical psychic for catching your tomorrows today find me at corby com. that's corby com.
1: your property tax bill have you seen it lately It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get Attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are You Getting Screwed on Your Property Taxes? How to Find Out and How to Fix It. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today, Are You Getting Screwed on Your Property Taxes? How to Find Out and How to Fix It, available on Amazon.com. Are you frustrated with endless mantras, affirmations, and processes
6: that promise to align your life with your dreams only to find yourself years later in the same space where you began? Do you feel like you must be doing something wrong because nothing seems to be working? Don't you just wish that someone could shift your consciousness for you and your life could align with your desires without all the effort? Well, your wish is about to come true. Hi, I'm Carrie Cannon, and I have a gift that allows me to align the consciousness of others to be in harmony with their dreams. The best part is, it requires no particular effort on your part. Upon listening to a consciousness alignment, people have reported instant energy shifts, financial windfalls, soulmate connections, healed relationships, physical healings, and more. To gain access to a free trial offer for my entire Manifesting Miracles library of consciousness alignments, go to CommandMiracles.com now for details. Again, that's CommandMiracles.com for information about our free trial offer. That's CommandMiracles.com.
2: Welcome back everyone to Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker, here with my co-host, PK, Patricia Kirkman, and our tremendous guest tonight, so enlightening, Massachusetts medium, June Edwards. She is also a relationship coach, and we are learning all kinds of new information tonight about how to make things work. Now, June, I would imagine these techniques also work for other types of relationships, like business relationships, too.
5: They do. Um, They fix all the relationships in your life. I have a lot of people that... um, once they start the program, most people, you know, they're, they're only motivated to do the program because it's a significant other, okay? It's a love relationship, and that's devastating for people because that's where you learn your biggest lessons. But right. it fixes every relationship in your life. I had um, one of the women was posting in the group yesterday that she hadn't talked to her mother-in-law in years, and she'd be your best friend, and you know, she thinks the woman hates her because she was has had so many problems with her husband and lo and behold by going through the program, she hasn't talked to her in ages, the woman reached out and friended her on Facebook. Oh my gosh. So God, that's everyone everyone feels the energy change. In fact I can I remember a, a guy a few years ago, um, he was devastated because the way everything just blew up at home his wife called up and got a restraining order on him, although he didn't touch her. And he had—he was a manager of a large um, office at a factory. And um, as soon as his energy started to change, even before he realized it, all of the, all of his employees noticed it immediately. And after the first couple of weeks, I remember he texted me. He goes, "You aren't going to believe this." He goes, "But we had a meeting with." Um, one of the general managers from corporate headquarters that came down and after the meeting he said to me that I seem so different to him that you know usually I would be argumentative with him in a meeting things like that that he was amazed much of a change he had seen in me and it was you know he was like wow I didn't even realize everyone's noticing it. Um, That is that's great yeah i mean
2: this is the progression of it
5: yeah the progression of it is once someone finishes the program um and things are really good with the other person the other person is so interested on why there's been such a major change in that person uh that person can't give them my program but i encourage them to teach them what i teach them so that they can both you know be on the same page and i have people now that are teaching these techniques that i teach to their children
2: i'm just going to ask you great. about that i'm glad you brought that up so this works well for children in the family i mean again you, you, if you watch dr phil that's all you see is horrible situations between parents and children so this helps that situation as well
5: yeah it helps everything every situation because it's all energy you're not pushing against each other anymore when you're balanced. People, can you again, us people a don't understand an example how of works. that,
2: June, because it's, it's one thing to talk about it that way um, for our audience. But is there a specific example you can give us of how somebody shifts their energy so that they're not pushing against the other person anymore?
5: Um, it's, it has to do with looking at everything from a higher perspective, because when you get in touch with your soul, you realize this is just a body. And when you can look at life from a higher perspective, you realize we're just players in a play. We're just here doing what we're supposed to do, you know. When you go to bed at night, your soul, for the most part, leaves your body and goes and does whatever it wants. And before you get up in the morning, it goes back into your body for the most part, okay. So this is not, this is not you know, reality. You know, this is a reality. It's not the reality, the reality is that we're here for, for such a small amount of time in the in the grand scheme of things, and your soul is billions of years old, okay? Um, this is just a blip. So when you can really look at life from that perspective and realize that your time here is limited and there's a lot worse things in life that can happen, I mean most people go off, off the edge. <laughs> <laughs> because some, you know, their significant other cheats on them. There's a great example. Okay, okay. Your, your your partner cheated on you. Okay, and and they flip. They'll they'll you son of a bitch. How could you do that to me? How could you do that to me? Like the person woke up one morning and said to themselves, "I think I'm going to hurt my wife. Let me go out and cheat on her." This is not what happened. Okay. It happened because it's part of their soul's lesson. That's why we're here. So it really doesn't matter who they're cheating with. It could have been the Muppet, okay? Could have been a (laughs) blow-up doll. It doesn't matter the who, okay? But there was a lesson that had to be learned in it happening for both people, and that's what they have to understand. There's a lot worse things in this lifetime than your partner cheating on you.
2: Right. There is. <clears throat> unless, you again, I have to caveat this because unless they are, like you said, a true narcissist, because a true narcissist does not grasp any of the meaning of their own no. behavior. So if it's no. a true the narcissist and they're them. doing that, it's different.
5: Yeah. yeah, the world revolves around them. But your average person oh, yeah.
2: is not a narcissist.
5: Your average right. person is only doing what they're supposed to be doing because that's their soul plan. You know, it has a beginning and an ending. And it has a lesson. And if you don't let them learn their lesson, guess what? It's going to happen again because they didn't learn the lesson. It's like I tell everybody, the universe offers you door number one, door number two, and door number three. Most people take door number one. They go through it. Maybe they get married. They go down that path. They have a couple of kids It didn't work out. They're back in front of door one, two, and three again. What do most people do? They take door one again because they're creatures of habit. They don't like change. They go down that path, they go through the exact same thing again, they get married, they have a couple more kids, doesn't work out, they're back in front of door one, two, and three again. And you can keep delaying your lesson your entire life and have to come back and learn it in the next lifetime if you keep taking door one and you haven't learned your lesson. When you finally learn that lesson, you don't take door one anymore because guess what? It didn't work. That's not where I'm supposed to be. That's not my lesson. I learned it. And they take the door and the path that they're supposed to be on but some people it takes a long time for them to do that and some people just keep delaying it their whole life. So when you yeah. understand why these things are happening and they're not meant to happen to you, they're a lesson for you, it can really change the perspective of things. You know, if you truly love someone, this, you know, this journey that we're all on is about unconditional love. But, you know, how many people practice unconditional love? They don't even love their children unconditionally if they don't get the grades, if they don't get the jobs, if they don't get married, you know. Their, their parents disown them. They don't unconditionally love them. It starts with ourselves. You have to unconditionally love yourself first. And you have to love yourself more than you want someone else to love you. And that's where it all begins. And then you can learn how to unconditionally love someone else doesn't mean you have to be with them your whole life if they are not able to stay within your boundaries if they can't learn their lesson because they cheated on you and they need to do it again and again because they didn't learn their lesson that's outside your boundaries you can love them and let them go
2: well that makes a lot of sense also because some people don't learn their lesson and you know I've in the years that I worked as a therapist I used to tell people the same kinds of things in different ways you have to make different choices, otherwise the same type of person is going to come back to you just in a different pair of shoes. But that has to do with
5: the energy they're putting out. You attract someone by that energy. And a lot of people, based on their their karma from a past life, are attracting someone that they owe something to in this lifetime from their past life. So people are together for certain reasons, but they're going to be on your energetic frequency so that you can bring them in. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to bring them in. It's that simple. Well, it's the
2: same so reason much of that this also has to, has to do with growing up in a family where you, are, you get comfortable with a certain level or type of dysfunction. Trying to break that circuit board wide open is not the easiest thing, but well, you're saying yeah. that you can do that with your program. <laughs>
5: that's the reason that I wrote the second book. The second book, Dancing with the Universe, is my autobiography. And it's taken me my whole life to write that book. I've started and stopped, started and stopped. Um, My life growing up was horrendous. And there are very few people that could survive what I went through. And there's not much that anyone's gone through in their life that I haven't gone through in my life. And if I can survive it and I can come out an amazing person because of it and I can love me and I don't hate my family, um, you know, my dad kidnapped me when I was a child. You know, I didn't see my mother for 13 years. Um, my parents beat us horribly. Uh, we were neglected. We were abused. I mean, oh, and horrible. And, and I, I, I'm happy. But, you know, I look at it and I say I'm, I wouldn't be the person that I am if I didn't go through it, would I? I wouldn't appreciate the things that I have if I didn't go through it that way. And believe it or not, we write the plan before we come here. And a lot of us will sit here and say, why in the hell would I ever written that into my plan? But you know what? (laughs) If If you trust the universe that there is a plan, and there is because you wrote it, then when things change in your life and things come into your life, if you are not, pushing against the universe and you're allowing it to bring in what you're supposed to what it brings in is absolutely amazing and better than you could have ever imagined and that is a fact that's you very just have encouraging to learn, you have to learn how to work with the universe do not try and manipulate the universe you work with and the universe that's... you understand how it works and how the energy works and the universe only wants to bring you what you want you know, I teach them how to work with angels. Angels are a separate race. They were never human. They are only here to help us. Um, they speak in binary code and numbers. And I teach my students how to, how to converse with angels, how to look for the signs that they're giving them, how to understand what they're telling them and how the direction that they're pointing them in. And it's the same as all of your, your loved ones that are on the other side that want to help you. They're constantly trying to direct you. I explain everybody, it's like a two-way mirror. They're on the other side. They're banging on the glass. They can see you. They can hear you. They can even touch you. But they want you to know they're there. And that's why spirits will move things around your house or you'll smell a cigar or their perfume. They want you to know they're there. They're, they're there to help you. Um, that's the only reason that they're there is to help you. So allow it and and pay attention to what it is they're trying to tell you and where they're trying to direct you. And when you know how to do that and when you understand how it all works, you can have anything you want in this world. You truly can.
2: What a great idea. I
5: love it. I have one woman who was literally in the program for two weeks and with you know, with everything that's going on right now, a lot of the people that are in my program, you know, they're business people. Um, you know, their businesses that are in the in the toilet because you know the, ex, the the wife cleans out the account or the husband cleans out the account, and they put all this money into lawyers, and they're fighting, and they're you know they're paying for two houses and everything else.
1: <laughs>
5: and, and when they do the program, everything turns around for them. But I had a woman a couple weeks ago with the stimulus package that came out, and her, she thought she was going to have to close the business. It was really bad. And, you know, her husband is her business partner, and he'd been draining it. And um, she applied for the stimulus package. Well, she got it within a day or two of applying for it. Okay. And her lawyer and her accountant are standing there with their jaw on the floor saying, how the hell did you get this money? No one's getting money. In fact, no one can even apply for it anymore because it ran out. And she's laughing and she's putting in the group. She goes, I know how I got the money. I learned how to manifest. (laughs) Good for her. And, And that's how she got it. And I can tell you story after story after story of, you know, I got one guy right now, he's in real estate, and everybody thinks real estate's terrible right now because they can't show the houses, they can't do this, they can't do that. He started the program about three weeks ago, and about a week ago, he's like, you're not going to believe this. He goes, I started writing my intentions and doing what you told me to do. He goes, I've got deals that were sitting on the back burner from two years ago. He goes, I can't even keep up to all the closings that I've got going on. It's crazy. That's fabulous. That's
2: great. It
5: is. It's wonderful. I'm really, really happy for them. But this is how it works when you learn how to work with the energy.
2: Yeah. Anything you want. That that makes a lot of sense. That makes sense. Now, we do have another caller. I just, again, want to say June is not doing mediumship readings on the air tonight. So relationship questions only. It looks like we have somebody from 917. I'm going to bring you live on the air as soon as the wheel stops spinning. Hi. Who's this? Hello. 917. Oh. Okay. I think they wanted a mediumship reading. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> so let's I, that's what everybody wants, right? <laughs> they want to talk to people on the other side. Now, when you are working with these folks in your group, do people come through in spirit form to talk to any of them or is that all kept separate?
5: Okay, so I teach them how to meditate properly because most people do not meditate properly. Um, And through the meditations and through the program, I used to teach psychic development and mediumship for a while as well. Everyone has psychic ability, absolutely everyone. And from my experience, everyone that I've ever had go through any of my classes also has mediumship ability. But I explain it like this. It's like playing a piano, okay? Some people can only play chopsticks. Some people can sit down and learn how to play a few nice songs. Other people can really apply themselves. They can become a concert pianist, okay? And then I, I, I am the child prodigy that sits down at four and plays Mozart. That's me, okay? My abilities are far beyond. But everyone that goes through my program, for the most part, has had the ability to connect to loved ones or their spirit guides from the other side through the mediumship. Um, Some of them to the extreme, some of them having relatives visit have, you know, they'll see, you know, their parent that passed or, you know, full, you know, full body operation. Um, Some of them are seeing their guides. Some of them, you know, are seeing and talking with loved ones. Some of them are getting soul visits. A soul visit is, Completely different, um, but a lot of them are getting soul visits when they're sleeping or in their mean meditation. What that when you say a soul visit? What just is that? Ask, okay. Oops. Well, you you know your soul is too big for this body. Okay. So part of your soul is stuffed into this body. The other part, there's another part of your soul <coughs> that's just above your body that people will call an aura. That's part of your soul, and the the majority of your soul is actually in the fifth dimension, which is the lowest realm of heaven. And it orchestrates everything that's happening in your life. Okay. And your soul, like when I left my body, your soul was nothing but love and knowledge. That's all you take with you to the other side is love and knowledge. It's amazing. But your soul has the ability to go anywhere. And, you know, through meditation, you can do astral projecting and that's your soul going somewhere else. Um, So, the part of your soul that's not in your body, many times, can go visit somewhere else. It's the way that I can clairvoyantly be in your studio at the moment and see everything that you have going on in there because that's another part of my soul that's just gone there. Okay? Right. That's how that works. So, a lot of times, they'll have a soul visit from their significant other who's fighting with them who will show up and tell them that, you know, I love you and I'm sorry and it will work out or something like that. You know it's a soul visit and not a dream because it seems very real and you wake up immediately. That's how you know it's a soul visit. Okay. Okay, it feels very different. It feels very different. And the easiest way for them to connect to you is in that dream state because that's 4D. Your soul's mm-hmm. coming down from 5D, you're coming up from 3D, and you're connecting in that 4D space in between. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So
1: okay. pretty much so
5: all of them, their psychic abilities will open up huge because it can't not. When you get in touch with your soul, you know, that's right. all part of your ability. Right, opening a lot of
2: doors at the same time. Sure.
5: Right, that's all part of your ability. Um, right. So they all learn how to do that and really connect on a different level.
2: Wonderful. Now we also have another caller. It's six one zero area code. Let me bring them on the air and see what their question is for you. Hi, who's this? Area code six one zero. Hi, Dana. Hi, Dana. Do you have a relationship question for June? Yeah, I wanted to know uh, what do you see my
5: relationship looking like. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, what type of celiac relationship?
3: Oh, this is uh, she wants a relationship question.
5: What's the question? The question is, I was wondering, do you how do you see my relationship going? Okay, so that would be a psychic call, which I'm not doing psychic or mediumship calls. Um, And I'll tell you the same thing. It's all about your energy, okay? You know, you are the master of your own universe, so, you know, we create our own reality. It's up to you what, what happens with it.
1: Okay.
2: You know, it's interesting, June, because I think a lot of women don't feel powerful in relationships. They feel like they're at the effect of them. Is that what you find? Um, When they start your
5: program? There is always one person that's in charge of the relationship. There's always a leader and a follower, okay? And it is not always the woman or the man. It's different in every relationship, and it has to do with your karma. So karmically, one person comes through and is in charge of what happens in that relationship, whether it's fixed, whether you throw it away. The other person really doesn't have the power to decide it in the relationship.
2: It all has to do with karma. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, thank you for your call.
0: Mhm. Thank you.
2: So one person's always in charge. Does that go back and forth, or is it always the same person? It's always the same person. And when I say they're
5: in charge, they're in charge of what happens to the relationship. You know, within that relationship, you each have responsibilities. One person might be in charge of, you know booking all the vacations and what their itinerary is and, you know, taking care of, you know, dinner or laundry, whatever, that's a give and take. But when it gets down to the basic relationship as far as whether it is saved or it's lost, one person is responsible for that. And how do you determine who that is? It's, It's who is sent to me. Okay, that's how I determine it. It's who is sent to me. Whoever contacts me and is reaching out to fix the relationship, that's the person that's in charge of it. And the other person uh, is, is not going to step up to fix it because it's not their job karmically in this lifetime. It's not part of their lesson. It's not hmm. part of their lesson. Wow. Never
1: thought and about that. And I do.
5: Yeah, and I do, um, I read what's called the Cards of the Magi, if anyone's ever heard of those. Yes. Um, yes. Okay, so they're, they're your regular deck of playing cards, okay? And I do that as part of the relationship program, so people understand why they're with the other person, what lessons they're supposed to be learning. Um, and I can give them, you know, the Cards of the Magi are your regular deck of playing cards, Okay. Um, they were the Magi are the advisors to the rulers thousands of years ago and the book to read those cards had been held in security by the Knights Templar for thousands of years it fell into the Catholic Church hands around the early to mid 1700s and they turned them into parlor games because they didn't want people to understand that these are sacred cards and how to read them Mm -hmm. so Our Gregorian calendar is based off of these cards. There are 52 cards in the deck. There are 52 weeks in the year. If you add them up numerically, they come to 364. If you add your joker in, it has a numeric value of one and a quarter, so you have your 365 days of the year and your leap year. You have the red and the black that signify the day and the night. You have four suits that signify the four seasons. You have 13 moon cycles. You have 13 court cards. And our lives break down into 13-year cycles, 7-year cycles, 7-week cycles, 7-day cycles, and yearly cycles. And once these cards are numerically generated, they don't change ever based on your birthday. But the influences of the cards can change. So for instance, if I see in those cards that you might have a serious health issue coming up next year, And I talk to you about that and find out that you're a heavy smoker. If you quit now, you can mitigate the damage when that time period comes next year that you may have a big health scare, okay? Right. Uh, So we always have free will, so you can always change the outcome of the car. car, You know, the outcome is not set in stone. They're influences. But they're very accurate. And I've predicted three people's deaths within a two-week period And I give everyone a reading that's in my program and let them know when they can put their relationship back together based on the influences in the cards. And 80% of the time, that's when it happens. But again, they have free will. So if someone's not following the program properly or the other person's extra stubborn, it could take a little longer. But I can also let them know what their past life connections are through the cards. And what the lessons are that they're here to teach each other in this lifetime. And whether or not they're supposed to be together, you know, for the rest of their life or not based on those.
2: That's a lot of really good information. That it is. Yeah. Yeah, I have
5: regular clients, you know, doctors, lawyers that will call me up on a regular basis just to have them read to see what's coming up. Or if they have something important coming up to see what the outcome's gonna be. They're that accurate.
3: Sense. Makes very good sense Answers the question of the reason, a season, or a lifetime, doesn't it?
5: It does, it does Because, you know, every relationship is either karmic, soulmate, or twin flame There were only three mm-hmm. types of relationships
2: <laughs> What know? is a twin flame? Tell us what that is Because that's a new term to well, us Well, yeah, there's a lot of misinformation
5: out there about twin flames It seems to be the new um, buzzword with everybody as well Twin flame relationships are extremely rare. Um, Everybody does not have one. There's a lot of misinformation out there on the Internet about it. Um, A twin flame is one soul that splits into two bodies prior to being reincarnated. And you have soul recognition when you energetically pull that person into your life and you're intimate. And they work as a major catalyst in your life to put you on the life path that you're supposed to be on, um, and open you up spiritually and awaken you basically. And, um, of course I, I am on that twin flame journey. And that's the reason that I opened up and it led me to this path because of that person. Um, oh. They're very difficult relationships because they are a mixture of karmic and soulmate on steroids. So it's the most karmic relationship there is to teach you something, um, a lesson that you're supposed to learn. And it also feels like uh, the most comfortable pair of shoes that you've ever owned. Um, But both people have to get on that path. It's all divine timing when it has to do with getting together together. You have to balance your energy out, and you have to let go of the fear, or you'll never be together. And both people have to do that. And then you both have to be on your life path in order to be able to get back together. So they don't work the same as regular relationships. Um, Thousands of years ago, when twin flames would meet, the energy would be built up so high that one would usually kill the other. (laughs) Oh, no. Because... Yes, because you have to balance the energy. The energy is off the charts. And the only way you know it's a twin flame relationship is because you know it in your soul. And you would rather live your life alone as a hermit if you can't be with that person. The other person oh, may goodness. not feel that way because they're going through their lesson. <laughs> But one of the two will feel that they would rather live their life as a hermit rather than find someone else because there's no one else in the world that they would want to be with. This is fascinating. It's it's a very difficult journey. (laughs) It's a very difficult journey. And it can take years for them to get together because both of them have to go through whatever it is they need to learn. Unlike a soulmate relationship,
2: it's really nice. Yeah. Now how, I, how many twin yeah. flames have you met throughout your your practice?
5: Well, because I am one energetically, I pull them in, so I probably have a dozen in my in my uh I've gone through my program uh, they're they're about five percent of the people that I work with, so maybe there's more than that um but again, they're very rare they're very special um they have to work. I have to work with them a little bit differently because they work a little differently. They don't work the same as a regular relationship. They're, and you can't really discuss it with anyone else because no one else would understand. If you told somebody you were sitting here waiting for five and ten years for somebody, they'd say you, you're absolutely insane.
2: <laughs> right, right. But but yeah. you're
5: happy to do it. That's the difference. You're happy to do it.
2: So this is very, very different from a soulmate. Tell us about soulmates. Right, a soul-
5: Well, a soulmate is a nice relationship. You know, you get together and it feels really good. You have a lot of things in common. You just meld nicely together and it works well. That's a soulmate relationship. And we have lots of soulmates. There is, excuse me, there isn't just one soulmate out there for everybody. We have lots of soulmates. Yeah, and soulmates don't have to be romantic relationships either. I have three children, three boys. And my middle son is is my one of my soulmates. He and I oh. just have a connection that's just amazing. Um, so you can have soulmate connections that are not necessarily romantic. Uh
2: huh.
5: Um, and and then you have karmic relationships, and karmic relationships are very challenging. Karmic relationships are only meant to last as long as you learn your lesson. They're there to teach you a lesson. They're not comfortable. They make you really stretch and really grow because it takes you out of your comfort zone. Um, it's usually someone that you owe something karmically from a last lifetime. That's why it's called a karmic relationship. Either you owe them or they owe you. And once you've repaid that debt and you've learned the lesson, you guys just it just ends. That's it. It just ends. It's almost like you wake up one morning and wonder who the hell you, is lying next to you. <laughs> Wow. That's a a karmic relationship. And they can last a long time if you don't learn your lesson. And a lot of karmic relationships are very volatile. You know, they don't want to learn the lesson. They don't want to separate. They want to, you know, they want to struggle to stay together because they're stubborn or something. Um, And they're not healthy and they're not good. But they're karmic and they shouldn't be together. But they don't want to learn the lesson. Once they learn the lesson,
2: then. Yeah, then they can move on if they want to, but yeah, I mean it's these are all they all have their own challenges it sounds like.
5: Well, and that's the whole point of it. That's the whole point of a relationship is to teach you. You're here to learn. You learn much faster here than you do on the other side. You know, we come back into this body for a lot of reasons. Um we come back to help other people, we come back to learn our lessons. And we come back like a vacation because when your soul is on the other side, you're there for thousands of years and you can't do what you can do when you're in a body. <laughs> you can't, you can't uh, taste, you can't smell, you can't enjoy food and sex. You don't have those five senses when you're in a soul, just a soul on the other side. So we right. come here to enjoy as well. And people forget that kids know it before we ruin them. Kids enjoy, they don't,
1: <laughs> you know
5: they don't worry yeah. about everything they know that everything will be taken care of for them right mhm and yeah. and as adults as soon as your needs aren't met you know suddenly oh there's a problem but if you trust the universe and know that the universe will always meet your needs guess what it will it will People forget That's all that. True. They don't have fun. They they stop. They don't play anymore. They don't have fun anymore. Everything has to be so serious. That's not why we're here. You're not here to be miserable. Trust me, you aren't. You're doing it to yourself.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of people have learned that early on. As you mentioned, you came through some, the fire in a in a major yeah. way in your family. It sounded horrible what you went through, but you yeah. you I went mean, through. I it. Learned,
5: I, I learned how to eat by going to neighbors' houses because they actually had a table with plates and food and knives and forks. Other than that, I wouldn't eat. I lived off donuts and peanut butter and milk for years.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, although Uh. there was the
5: occasional, you know, we got the welfare cheese and the powdered milk for a a few years. But other than that, no, if I didn't eat at neighbors' houses, that's how I learned what normal was supposed to be like, you know, Gosh. through observing other people.
2: Amazing. Amazing.
5: And you were one uh, of eight. Exactly. One of eight well of you know, eight. back then they used to have a lot of kids. My parents, you know, recently passed ninety three years old. Right. So and and they lived through the depression and World War Two and not having anything. So they they were both hoarders on top of it. <laughs> you well, know, I, I'll not forget killing. the first time I'll, I will never forget the first time I saw the Hoarders show on television. Yeah, And I, I I, almost, my eyes were bugging out of my head. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm trying to, I had such a breakthrough at that moment. And I'm trying to explain it to my husband, who was in La La Land and could KLS. I'm like, you don't understand. I need to, you don't okay, understand. I, I didn't think anybody else ever lived like this. I've never seen anything like this in my
2: life. I thought I was the only one. Uh, <laughs> and you amazing. had company. Oh, my goodness. What <laughs> a way to grow up. And, and what a huge transition you made in your life to be able to do the work you're doing with such passion and to help we so create, many other people uh, along and, the way. And that's yes. People have people
5: have to understand we create our own universe. We make our life what it is. You can have anything you want in this life. You truly can. You can be anything you want. My father used to tell me I wasn't going to be good, anything. I was useless. I was a female. I was good for nothing. Oh, yeah, and hey, I'm the one that. Him. Well, I'm the one that financially rescued him multiple times, you know, throughout life in his business that was failing because he was a horrible business person, and he was very grateful for it. But still, his opinion of me was, I'm a woman. And then he turned around and at one point and said to me, you know, you should have been born a man.
4: <gasps> wow, oh. really?
5: I should have been born a man? Really? Oh God. Wow. <laughs> God love you. <laughs> So we can. Anybody can rise up and be whatever they want to be. I don't care what your parents have told you, what other people tell you. Look in the mirror. Love yourself, okay? Know that you are worthy. You deserve love. You deserve happiness. Everyone does. And people need to learn how to put themselves first. It is not narcissistic. It is not selfish. And when you're that happy person and you're spreading that love around, It's going to come back to you ten times over. It really
2: will. Yes, yes. And I agree with you. I mean, you do have to put yourself first. There's no other way to do this. You have to. No, because if you don't
5: value yourself, no one else is going to value you. It's that simple.
2: Oh, yeah. It's like you're just hanging out a sign. I'm a doormat. So, yeah, to be able to put yourself first is is critical. Step number one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I know it's
5: not always easy when you're a giver, and I'm a giver. I love to give. I love to, you know, especially to my kids and my, you know, my my grandkids. I love to give, but I take care of myself first. Okay, right. and mm-hmm. you know, it's like when I go Christmas shopping, I buy one for me and I buy one for them. <laughs> <laughs> I like shopping.
2: Okay. I'll have to remember That's that. It. Yeah, <laughs> I like yeah. that too. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Now, if somebody you signs up for your course, give them an idea of, of time, because I know a lot of people say, well, I don't have time to do this. But how much time do people need to invest in the workshop? Well,
5: and, and I hear this the most from men, okay? And I've, I've had mm-hmm. doctors, lawyers, you name it. But the, mostly I hear it from the men, I don't have time for this. It takes right. about two hours a day to do the work, okay? Um. And. Get your ass out of bed early. That's my. That's how I put it. I used to own, you know, I used to own businesses. I used to work from. Um, I had to be to open the business at eight o'clock in the morning, and I wouldn't get home till eleven o'clock at night. Okay, so I started getting up at four o'clock in the morning so that I had time to meditate, time to go to the gym, and time to relax before I had to go to work. <coughs> so you can do it. And quite honestly, when your energy is balanced and you're meditating and you're recharging your batteries, you have more energy than you ever could have had before. I used to need a solid eight hours sleep since I was a kid. And once I started meditating, I, do, I need six hours a night. That's it. That's it. And I have more energy than I know what to do with. Yeah, it's great. But that's what happens when you recharge your, you know, it's energy. When you recharge from source energy, it's like plugging plug your car into the wall you know Um, you're recharging your batteries and getting energy that way so you know and when my kids were little same thing i was running two businesses and i was a single parent of three boys and i did all my college online so i would stay up late at night and do it you know do it on the computer on top of everything else So you can make any excuse in the world that you don't have time to better yourself or fix your relationship, but if it's what you really want to do, you'll make the time, won't you?
2: Yes. Very true. true. Very true.
5: Yep. So that's how it works. When you're ready to, to do the work and you're ready to fix everything, then you'll do it. But before that, no one can make you do it if you don't want it.
2: Well, and, you know, what you're describing is a really nice umbrella change. So it's affecting everything on a very positive level. It's an upgrade, a really massive upgrade. It changes upgrade. your
5: whole life. It does. It changes your whole Your life will never be the same after doing the program, ever. You can't go backwards. You know, it's like you can't unsee once you know and you learn. You just can't.
2: Now, as the people go through your workshop, they must catch themselves kind of slipping back every once in a while and then they make a correction. People do. I had
5: um, a gentleman today who texted me and he's like I screwed up. He goes you know, I, I everything was going really good. We had dinner. Everything was great. And she made a comment to me, and I went off on her, and I told her never to contact me again until she can work on herself, and I left. <laughs> I said, I think I blew it. She's never going to come back. I'm like, of course she is. Don't worry about it. Balance your energy back out and wait, and she'll reach out back to you. And next time, practice the pause. Think before you open your mouth. Okay, right. because she still, she was still coming from fear. He's changed so much in such a short period of time. She was loving it. She was calling him up, having him over for dinner, going for walks, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, she was afraid. She was afraid it wasn't a permanent change. Um, she was afraid of what she was seeing and feeling, so she made an off-the-wall comment, and he fell for it.
2: <laughs> yes, well, they do, he took the bait. Yeah, he
5: took the bait, but once you get right back on track, next time it won't happen. The universe tests you, and that's what I tell everybody in the group, because the universe loves to test you. If you think you're going to get the reward at the end, you have to deserve it, okay? Um, I had one person who fairly recently thought he didn't want to be back with the person that he started the program wanting to be with. So the universe sent him somebody who he got along really good with. Well, it lasted a week. And I warned him huh? to wait until he finished the program to make the decision. It lasted. He was on he was on cloud nine for a week and then she said, I, "I'm not interested in the long-term relationship." And <laughs> dumped him. Oh boy. <laughs> and that that was a big lesson to him because he wasn't focusing on the program and he wasn't focusing on himself. His energy was changing, so he brought her in. Okay, but the universe right. is testing you. Do you. Are you going to take the bait, or do you really want to be with the person that you said you wanted to be with? Right.
2: right. That's the bait. Oh, fascinating.
5: Okay. And that's what the universe does. It's always testing us.
2: Sometimes
5: it's Times we fail. <laughs>
3: yes. i was well, just thinking, oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> well, you know what?
5: It's, it, it, it's not a failure. It's a test. And whether you pass right. it or you don't, if you don't pass it, then you've learned that you need to continue working on a certain area.
2: Right. Right. Exactly. That's, well, that's all good information. Is. But, June, we're, unfortunately, we've come to the end of our show, and what a wonderful evening we've just spent with you. You're such a wealth of information, and you're so... <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We so appreciate it. It's been a delight. If you want to get a hold of June, make sure you go to JuneEdward.com. So, everybody, we will see you next week again with another great show. Until then, we will see you on the Blue Highway. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural.